Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, and welcome to Headstrong. If this is your first time listening to the podcast... Firstly, thank you for tuning in. Headstrong is a podcast where I sit down with guests in the public eye to talk to them about their lives and their careers. But notably, I want to talk to them about their vulnerabilities to ultimately get to my last question, which is where I ask them, what does the word headstrong mean to you? I was extremely lucky for this episode to be joined by the band Busted, who have just, I cannot believe it, been together for 20 years. I really hope you enjoy this episode and a huge thank you to our sponsor, M&S Cafe. Be sure to go get a magic coffee from one of their over 300 cafes in the UK. I've got you a cheeky coffee. Thank you. Magical. Thank you very much. I'm very excited about this coffee. Yeah, What's like your coffee it. experience? Nice, right? That was nice. Because it's not bitter. Well, but you're, you're, you're an MNS ambassador, right? I am, yeah, yeah. I actually um, uh, launched this coffee. Yeah. I'm a bit of a coffee snob. Are you serious? I, I am, yeah. This is your coffee? This is... Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm the cafe ambassador, James. <laughs> I love it. Rolling on three. I'm rolling on this camera, eh? Yeah. B and C. Why rolling yeah. Yeah. Fourth member. Yeah, fourth member. <laughs> this is my, my, my dream. Okay, it's Charlie, James, Matt. Thank you for joining me on Headstrong. How are you guys doing? Good, thank you. Thank Busy you for having us. Day. Crazy day, man. Yeah, These yeah. days don't come around that often. To do a launch like this, which is, you know, uh, a big deal for us, it's 20 years, celebration of 20 years, which in itself is something that's awesome, but also, you know, just to do a full sort of um, press launch is crazy because you know you always get nervous about these kind of moments. You know you don't. You always think, is anyone going to care? I hope they still do. <laughs> yeah, it was a wild morning. Yeah, but they do. They obviously <laughs> they can. They care. clearly yeah, care. Yeah, they <laughs> care. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Like, these things, you just I don't know. Every single time you have like a day like this, uh, reminds me of when we used to release singles and you'd wait to see the chart position or stuff like that. It's just you know stressful. It's like waiting for a result or something. Yeah. How's it gonna go? Uh, but like we, um, yeah, we uh, 
just it's a full-on two days so far like we've been in the like two days of just like back-to-back stuff and um but it's going well <laughs> it's going well yeah guys so headstrong is all about kind of mental health and 20 years is a lot of time to be consumed in something i know it's not been really you know relentlessly involved in busted the whole time but 20 years i've had a cake made for you guys. mate that's so Amazing. awesome that's one of the best cakes i've ever seen yeah it's so cool i thought that phone was real the reason i had the cake made is because we're going to have coffee and cake together Great. A nice therapeutic activity. It's going to hopefully make us feel good, you know. Yep. Get get us get some sweetness going, and then have a have a reminisce, have a chat about how how you guys are as well, what's going on in life. But Great. I need to know who's going to cut the cake. Um, I don't want to do. I'll, it. I'll cut the cake. No, I, okay, I, so I'll with this knife. What's the controversial Can I film? Can I cut? Yeah, let's film it. Oh yeah, let's make it. I like to film that. Okay. Yeah, love it. So that, far, that, so good. That is incredible. So that is an amazing so cake, even with the with the amazing little AirPods. That's cool. It's a big chunk. It's a big. <laughs> it's, a big it's a big chunk. Oh, Matt, you always got to slice the second oh. slice first. Everyone knows that <laughs> about cake, no? That's it. Oh, you always got to slice. Always doing the second slice. Oh, really? Oh, right. Oh, that's true. Know that. I should have gone. I should have sliced it. You, you should have sliced, sliced it. Sliced it. <laughs> See, schoolboy errors already. No, we're good. I've got. I went for chocolate. I feel like love it. Love it. Do you know what? If it's a well-made cake, which I'm sure it is, I'm good with chocolate. Badly made I'm chocolate cake is not for me. How, how's it? I reckon just go hands in. How's it, Blue? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh look at I that. I mean, come on, eh? Yeah. That, that's to be fair. Very Fantastic. Well done. Look at that. You no, know I'm actually quite happy. Yeah. <laughs> a relief. All right. That's great. That's a massive piece of cake, but thanks. Here we go. I'm still cutting. James, thank you so much. Pleasure, sir. So guys, also, I've got you a cheeky coffee. Thank you. Magic coffee. Thank you very much. I'm very excited about this coffee. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 do you know what? I'm not a big coffee drinker, but for the sake of it, I'm going to try it. Yeah, it's yes, delicious. Chance. Not delicious, Kate. Okay. Is it good? Nice and moist. Mm. Mm. Perfect. What do you think, James? What's like your coffee it. experience? Nice, right? That was nice. Because it's not well, bitter. It's, it's a double ristretto, so it's not like not as bitter and um, sharp. I could get on board with that. I think that's really yeah. good. Yeah. It's good, right? It's great. Because I'm not the biggest coffee person, but I like that. You're going to be buzzing your head off in a minute as well. <laughs> yeah. Great. Great. So that's an every MS store that we love. Well, but you're, you're, you're an MS ambassador, right? I am, yeah, yeah. I actually um, uh, launched this coffee. Yeah. Uh, I'm a bit of a coffee snob. Are you serious? I, I am, yeah. This is your coffee? This is, uh, <laughs> this is well, I'm, I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm the cafe ambassador, James. <laughs> I love it. So, um, so when they did this, I launched, uh, I did the launch date. I had this when we were in Australia, because um, Magic Coffee's from Melbourne. And, um, and when we were in Melbourne, we had a magic coffee, and since then I haven't had it since. But then they brought it over to the you UK. Were with, you were with One Direction? We were, we were talking about One Direction, and we are in Melbourne, and I what went to a time? coffee shop, and I ordered a, I ordered a flat white with, um, with a bit less milk. That was mental. And, um, and they said, just try magic. So I tried a magic, and I was hooked. So guys, 20 years ago, yeah. Yeah. we're having coffee and cake right now. You know, you'd be probably more keen to be going out for a few beers. Having some late nights, yeah, and enjoying that whirlwind factor. Whereas I feel like now, two of your fathers, coffee and cake sounds like a very good idea. Coffee and cake sounds good. I, I think this is genius. When I was uh, when I was like eighteen, when I, when I started, I was in the band of sixteen, so I couldn't mm. legally drink. Um, but I, yeah, I, I feel like my party years were not during busted. So I was, you know, I was young. I, I wasn't even. I had, I had the odd night, kind of having fun with my friends on a, like a birthday or whatever. I, I did that all that stuff way later, um, so I, so I guess that yeah, I think Matt had a good time in, in the busted days. 
But, um, <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Understatement. Yeah. <laughs> Understatement of the century. Where's the worst place you found that? Oh. In Paris. <laughs> okay, that's real, that you're allowed to talk about. Oh, I woke up goodness. on the Eurostar once. Well, was up which direction were you going? Going to Paris. He didn't know why I was there, why I was on the Eurostar. With like, some people that I barely knew, and I woke up on the Eurostar. And I was like, what am I doing here? That's brilliant. That's like a hangover moment. You know how yeah, you feel yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got to Paris. I was like, I don't want to be here, so I got the next train back. You didn't even stay for lunch? No. <laughs> no. I literally got there and watched the next train. You are. Stayed in the station and got the train back. That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't really know you people very well. I'm gonna they go. were the weirdest, like most insane times. I remember, right. like, well, well, we had a, we all lived together. Well, actually, for most of the time. So Matt and I, when we lived in uh, North London, mm. I remember waking up one morning, going upstairs, and there was just shattered glass all over the carpet. And the, and yeah, and um, you had come in late and left your key, <laughs> and left your key somewhere. So the way you came in is you scaled the building, went upstairs and kicked the window in to go to bed. Really, I don't yeah. remember that. Yeah, he kicked, <laughs> he kissed, he just kicked the window in, and I'm thinking, I mean, and robbed. Yeah, no, mm. just Matt. Yeah, that, that, yeah, 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 yeah. that house was cra- that house was crazy, and yeah. like weirdish stuff happened. Oh my word, that's mad. Mm. Matt, are you, are you happy to wear that kind of on your shoulders as formerly the crazy one? Yeah, I think I think so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was but definitely. Know, but now we were talking before, and now you've yeah, got yeah. your own mental health podcast. Yeah, yeah, and, like, yeah. I like that's um, really formerly the yeah. crazy one. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, I mean, it's a. Well, I, 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 I kind of. Yeah, no, I, th- I think no, um, no. I, I, en- I enjoyed those times. You know, like yeah. it didn't really get bad for me until after the band, really. Yeah. And the band, I was still kind of enjoying that kind of like being in a band and kind of having fun and kind of everything was kind of cool. It was only after the band that it kind of turned a bit um, sinister, yeah. What is it about being in a band that's kind of like that family ethos? Like, what makes it so special? I think it's like a, it's like a, um, it's like a relationship. So, so much of it is like a relationship. More, more relationship than a family, I think. Yeah. Oh, like, really? It's yeah. more like girlfriend, boyfriend. Okay. Yeah, we're in a weird way, like, like you, you. I don't know why that is, but you that's, know what I mean? that's a really interesting way of looking at it. Because I was like, so, someone's like, it's like brothers. I'm like, it's not like brothers. No, it's more like you're you're in something with two guys that you're in class with. Yeah, it's not like brothers mean, because, because you're we're, not family, you're not brothers. Yeah, you're not brothers. It's something else. Yeah, because, like, yeah. because, because yeah, brothers. It's like a relationship. Because yeah. brothers, yeah, have to be brothers. Yeah. Sure. Exactly. Yeah. Right, exactly. Family is family. Yeah. Is, but that's the thing. It's like with bands, you choose to be together. Like with a, a girl. Yeah, you, exactly. That's the well, sorry, James. That is the difference. Thank you. When we were together, yeah. we had a baby called Busted. Yeah. And now we have to get together because we have joint custody oh, of Busted. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We have joint exactly. custody of Busted. It's like Busted. Yeah. Now it's just getting a little crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Busted yeah. is the baby. He's now 20 years old. Living alone. Yeah. Exactly. No, it's like, but you know, there was all these. I think the thing is, is as 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 um, as people that are choosing to like embark on this like journey together of like being in a band, like you have, you meet all these people and characters. There are all these characters that you meet along the way. You know, I mean, like when we lived together, there was this neighbor upstairs, and. It was a very like Dennis the Menace, Mr. Wilson dynamic. He was like the, <laughs> he was like the angry, you know, the guy that lived upstairs in the kind of the penthouse apartment, and we were like just beneath him, and he'd kick 
like stamp on the floor. We'd hear the ceiling go if we were too loud, and and like after about a couple of years of winding him up for all these things happened where we weren't getting along. It reached that stage where it went beyond that, where I think he ended up missing us when we left. You know what I mean? Or like mm-hmm. on, we went on Jonathan Ross show and they wanted to know these stories, like you know, what it was, what would you get up to when you're at home, whatever. And we told this story about how we went to Germany and. You know, when we signed our record deals, we all bought this fun stuff and didn't really know where to put it. Like, we, we bought this huge basketball hoop that we used to play with, and it was, we, no, we weren't old enough to drive, so it was in our car parking space. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And uh, a strong wind blew it over onto his Jaguar. And um, we came back, and our, our thing was gone. And he had donated it to, like, the Scout Hut. And all these things, it was like, we were the pesky kids downstairs. Yeah. Um, but eventually, I think he, you know, he would turn our power off. Like weird yeah. stuff, we'd just be in the thing, and the television would just go off, or yeah. like, yeah, really? like the whole the whole power would go out. Like, so it was like we had this crazy, almost like Home Alone, you know, kind of thing <laughs> going on. This John Hughes thing going on with like our neighbor and and these and these people that you meet along the way. That's just one example, but like you come into contact with all these interesting characters, and some of them, some of them are in in the band's life, and some of them are just kind of in your life that you have while you're in the band when you're not doing the band and. You encounter these people together, and, yeah. and you meet and, and you and you meet them, and uh, and it's just it's just like mental. I remember the neighbours that lived across from us. Those like can, are they Canadian people? Yeah, yeah. Used to go and play cards with them. Or, yeah, yeah. And there was that other weird guy. Yeah. Like, it, was, fun times. <laughs> it was like all yeah. There was just it was just a fun time, and um, and like but but as like as friends, you know, that are in a in a band together, you. Um, but you get to laugh about those things. Yeah, you? but it's, I think it's it's different to friends because, like you say, it's not family because you choose to be in it. Mm-hmm. But then it's not like friends because you learn so much. We're well, not learn so much more, but you, 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 because you're around each other all the time, and it's like mm-hmm. you're not choosing like friends. You just you have to be around each other because you're in this relationship. So it's like you know you get to learn you know each other's. On a, on a different kind of level, do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. it's, it's weird. Like it just it takes on a different form than than, than just friendship. It becomes much more. Um, I mean, we talk about that fun that you guys share, and like you're going on tour this year now. Cause cats out the bag. Yeah, cats and out the bag, fully out the bag. We can now, now talk about it, and yeah. that's hugely exciting for you guys. I have no doubt. But you're also reworking some tunes, which is super exciting, and I'm excited to hear that. But what? First of all, this is just a, cl- a classic, straight-up question. What's your favourite one to play live, for you individually? Because I still listen to... I'm going through a breakup at the moment, and I'm still listening to a couple of your songs from the, you know, back in the Which day. Which ones? Right. Over Now. Over Now. Oh, oh, man. That's, that's, a, that's yeah. an old classic. I, good song. Such yeah. a good card. Yeah, 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 I love that song. Yeah, that's, that's one of my favourites off that album. Yeah, that's a, um, the that's a fun one to play. We haven't played that in a while. Yeah. I might put that in. Uh, may I drop that in? As a yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I always like playing 3AM because mm. it you just has... the lyrics, right? Well, I remember the lyrics, exactly. Yeah. Just because <laughs> I, just, I, I feel like it has a real... Um, just absolute grooves, man. And it's got... I just, it's something about that song that I really feel hard when I play it. Mm. Um, James? I, like, I probably like Year 3000 because I like playing the guitar part. Mm. I, li- I love the guitar riff and I like, um, like how mental everyone goes. Well, just the screams. Just the crowd love that song. Yeah. They just mm. like go mental when it starts. It's also like a club sing-along classic. It's been yeah. like, you know... I think even if you're not a Busted fan, you know the words to that song. Yeah. 
You know, it's just one of those, it's like an ace up our sleeve. Like, we could go to any festival around the yeah. world. Yeah. And no one would know who we are. We play that song and people know it. I feel like that's the song I was most excited about re-recording because it's the song that I feel like I'd, I felt could be, not improved the most, but I felt like could be come into the new way that we do things and the new, you know, we, we play live. The songs evolved over the years as we played them live. Mm. And I just think... I just think the way Year Thousand has ended up is actually quite different to how it is on the record. And I really wanted to capture how it's played now. And we've done that really well. Yeah, yeah and, and the, thing, I, the other thing I like about Year 3000 is I associate all these amazing things that have happened like to us uh, as a result of the song. Like, you know, like when it, it got used on The Simpsons. Oh, yeah. See, that's it's huge. Cool. Like, they yeah. never use original. Yeah, they yeah. never use original songs. I mean, that is a Goliath. Yeah, like yeah. To another thing to happen. Like, and, 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 and that happened when the band was actually not even together at the time. So that was just something. Yeah, because what not a lot of people realize is like when bands are together, they're actually together, or they're touring and they're being a band. When the when we haven't been a band for a lot of years, you know. Also, but like the songs still kind of are. In existence, breathing right. in the world, mm. and and they're they're, li they're, they're living because they exist, and um, and like things like the uh, the Simpsons, I remember like thinking this is like so cool that we are being like our music is being used in this TV show that we've all grown up with, is like that is really exciting. So, uh, so I mean, Year Three Thousand, I think is just a special song for me. Yeah, Matt, what, what about for you? I don't know, it kind of changes. Like, I used to really have a problem with Thunderbirds. Like, I, I really didn't like that. I don't know why I didn't like that song so much. It's not, mm. like, it's not like I didn't like the song. I just kind of didn't really want to play it. Mm. And now I love playing that song. It's one of my like, favourites. It's one of my favourites to play. Like, it's so fun and it's kind of easy to play. <laughs> so you can really jump around and have fun. You know, like, um, there's a few songs which I find really hard to play. So that you'll find oh, me in the corner. Well, do you know, we always start, we, we, we have notoriously mostly started gigs with Air Hostess. Yeah. And, it's, and so I'm always really nervous at the beginning of every show, like really, really nervous. And I'm, I can't stop my hands from shaking. And the whole show starts with a bass riff. And I'm like, do 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 It just panics me. So whenever I hear that, it just fills me with a little bit of dread. Huge thank you to our sponsor, M&S Cafe. Be sure to go get a magic coffee from one of their over 300 cafes in the UK. I had this when we were in Australia because um, Magic Coffee's from Melbourne and, um, and when we were in Melbourne we had a Magic Coffee and since then I haven't had it since but then they brought it over to the you UK. Were, you were with One Direction? We were, we were touring with One Direction and we were in Melbourne and what I went to a time? coffee shop and I ordered a, I ordered a flat white with, um, with a bit less milk. That was mental. And, um, and they said, try Magic. So I tried a Magic and I was hooked. Mm. Right, I've but, got to um, ask you, where did the jump come from? I'm thinking about, you know, when you're doing the tour and when you jumped out to Air Hostess and you do like the... It's the like yeah, with, yeah. What, with what I go to school for, like, we used, yeah. to, um, we used to, like, rehearse performing, like, we just started doing it and it was in our, like, the first ever music video we made, like, before the chorus, there was a bit in the music which kind of, like, you know, just, we jumped in it and then we jumped at the same, and I think, like, we all were doing it. Like, everyone yeah, was just I, doing I, it. I, 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 it came from Newfound Glory. Actually, yeah. like well, every band, like every the, band that we loved did it. Like the, the, the thing the is, it's funny because it was called the Buster Jump, but there were loads of bands doing it around 2099. But in the 90s, it was going on. Yeah, but yeah. it was cottoned on that we were doing it. I think it became this thing, and I always felt 
bad about that because I was like, we didn't start that. Like it just, it was just something that we did that we. It, a lot, it's something that you do with music anyway. But um, you know, it became known as our thing, but it was actually you know loads of bands were doing it for us. So when you guys formed twenty years ago, you were put on the front of a magazine before you'd even released a song. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And that, I mean, imagine if that happened now. That's absolutely crazy. That would never happen but now. But we've got like the likes yeah. of social media nowadays. Yeah. How do you think Busted would, ha- would coke now if it started now? Do you see what I mean? So comparing it to 20 years ago, you had the magazines and newspapers. Yeah. And now you've got social media, Instagram, and all, all these different things. Thing that's, that's CDs. It, you can't, it's hard to say that because, like, I think we grew up. We grew up in the world the way the world was, yeah. and we, you know, we did the things that we, you know, and also when we we, we work with our manager, you know, when we would go and see record companies, we knew the music business was a certain way, mm. and we were growing up with that. We were growing up watching bands and seeing what, what other people were doing and how it worked, and that was before the industry went through that crazy, you know, started to go through those crazy changes. And I think if we'd grown up in the world the way it is today, we would understand it differently. Yeah, and 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 we and we would understand, you know, what we should do, what we shouldn't do. Like we suck at like social media, but like we would be probably better at that than we are. I'm kind of glad we didn't grow grow up with it. I'm glad we weren't. It wasn't around when we were started, because I, I I think as good as it can be for people to promote stuff, I don't think there's a singularly worse thing for mental health on this planet than social media. I think it like I think it can make feel make people feel utterly terrible about themselves I think it can you know it's, it's, it's this thing that people are, are chasing you know is just I, I think so dangerous you know and so what's your relationship with I, I had to come off to be honest I had to come off it last year I, 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 I couldn't I, had a, I started to have a real issue with like you know, wonder, you know, thinking, oh, you put a post up, is it getting as many likes? And I, I hated my like it started to really affect me mentally so I just had to shut it all off yeah. it's toxic yeah, and the reason that, and the reason it's like that is because like, what you think is artistically appropriate might not be in favour for the way that they want to push stuff or the, the way that like you know the algorithm decides you know, and I, I I think that that is like really weird. It's like all this chat GPT stuff, and they're talking about computers are gonna you know start creating, oh yeah that's crazy start creating everything, and then they they and then Steven Spielberg did the interview, and he was like, well, the human soul is the human soul. You know, and what you might think is a good-looking picture, you might want to. Yeah. But if you want to put that picture in black and white, yeah. And you think it looks better in black and white? Does it look better in black and white, mm. or does I the mean, algorithm not like you know, it because it's black and these white? These filters, you know I mean? these filters. What it's 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 dressing people up to make people think that everyone else's life is perfect, mm. and that is such a dangerous precedence because it's like if everyone thinks that everyone else's life is it's perfect, then they're just going to start thinking their own life is shit. And that just drives stuff inwards. You know what I mean? I'm not, I, there is a lot of good things about social media, especially, uh, you know, from an artistic point of view, people trying to put the music out there, all the rest of it. It's that comparison, though. Yeah, it is. And, I, and I, think, I just think, just, yeah, just because, you know, I just say this is a, a mental health podcast, I think it's, it's, worth, it's worth talking about. You know, that it, I, it's, 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 it's something that I've personally been affected by. I don't know if you guys have as well. Yeah, comparison is the thief of joy. You know, I think whenever you start to compare yourself to anybody, it's can, you can always find something better. You know, and um, I think that's like I had a really I, I, had a, I had a time where I came off it for you seven came off days. For, you came off for six um, months, didn't you? I did eight months in the end because I came off for seven days, but I knew I was going to stay for thirty days. I was going to stay for four weeks, but I said seven days just in case I bailed. You know, so I kind of made this public thing. See you later. I'm going I off for seven days, and I then I didn't come back for eight months, and it was so great, liberating. You know, it, it, but, honestly. But I, 
But it's brilliant. There was there was moments in that time where I'd have conversations with people. I didn't know anything which was going on in the world. Like literally, I'd have conversations. I was like, "What? What's going on?" Well, yeah. You know, because I had no kind of like no news on my phone, no yeah. social media. Mm. It was just a really kind of like I just lived my life. It was kind of cool. But awesome. You know. But then I really missed kind of um, I missed interacting with people in a different way. Do you know what I mean like that's what that, that the thing is? It's 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 a strange concept because it's like. We're more connected than ever, yet more disconnected. Yeah, that's true. But if you understand, I, I think for me personally, I had to understand what that was and what that connection is, rather than rather than just write it off. I had to go right. Okay, what is this? What do I what do I want from this? Rather than just go, this isn't this isn't right. This isn't good. I was like, I had to treat it differently. Yeah. So now I post and ghost. I, I go on. I post. Yeah. I don't look at comments. Yeah. I don't do anything. I, like that. But I think it's like it's just being wary of your relationship with it, as with alcohol, as with anything. It's mm. the relationship between you and it that can become unhealthy. It's very difficult to take that step back and go, actually, I am ultimately addicted to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah, you, yeah. You, you would never want to but this say is the to other, yourself, but, but, am I addicted? No. But this is yeah. yeah. But this is not the same with alcohol or anything like that. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. You, it's, yeah. it's, it's the, the hardest the thing, point is to, is to judge that relationship. The thing that's um, the thing that's like really weird about it, that's like really bad about it, is that it is just not real. It's just not real. Imagine if the internet yeah, and, went and it, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, exactly. Yeah. And everything. And, and, Fascinating, isn't it? Yeah, it's and and it's so it's so strange because. Um, like the way that you're. What's not real, Joe? The thing that's being promoted, as in the the idea of this perfect. It's, it's a. It's not. It's 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 double. It's it's like a double. It's doubly. It's doubly bad because, because what it is is not only is it not real, it's also the one thing, that people that you perhaps don't want in your life. Like right now, if you have a creator account, you can't make it private. Like I've wanted my account. I I don't, I don't want. I actually don't post much personal stuff. On there, I actually think it should be like as someone that wants to do music, you use it to put music out. Into it's the world. a promotional, a promotional exactly. which, which, which is brilliant. Which is brilliant. Yeah. Account, out of interest. Like you know, there is a, it is my. It's like I use it as my life, but I don't post really my life on there. Really, yeah. like my life is music in the way that like I spend my life doing music, and I use it to promote the things I'm doing with my with my music. But like the thing is, is that because it's not re- because for most people, like normally, generally speaking, people aren't showcasing their whole self they're showcasing their what self they, yeah exactly and they're, showcasing, and they're putting out into the world what they want to project into the world and then mm. the people that maybe you don't want in your life can access you or the version of you that you're putting out there so it's doubly toxic like those people who Jim Carrey was talking about exactly this kind, yeah. like some kind of like whatever agenda people have or like whatever they try, whatever knowledge they want from you or whatever they're trying to get from you they're going to go there and they're going to Take information from even what other people put out about you, and then they make make um, assumptions about like what's really going on with you. So the way that we understand everyone's life is complete fabrication and illusion to what it actually is. Without knowing you, face to face, it's like yeah. I. So I, I think it's like mental. It's yeah. like mental. What's going on? So it's like twenty years ago, Matt. I reckon for you, do you, were you self aware of your own mental health at the time? when the band started to reach its kind of height because you guys were thrust into the spotlight right yeah pretty, and then pretty. you've got this as i say the spotlight coming on you and i can only imagine what it'd be like for like when one direction went big for example and you've got everyone talking about you do you think the likes of social media 
would have affected your mental health even more. I think it would have made it worse. I think it would have made it way, way worse. worse. At the time. I, I, I was quite aware of like um, of like the the news like the tabloids and stuff. That was quite a quite a big thing for me. That was um. Or, but it was my fault because I was always falling out of nightclubs and things, you know. So, you know, I kind of I was aware of that, but it, um, I didn't have random people having opinions of me, you know, mm -hmm. which I think would have been really more damaging, mm -hmm. you know. But because um, like, in the like, with so, social, like, uh, like posts, yeah, social yeah, yeah. With social then, media. The thing is, though, you know. back then you were sort of at the mercy of what those people would write about you. The top now, Yeah, uh, th th they, they would paint whatever picture they wanted. Mm -hmm. Now at least, even though it's probably not real, you can paint the picture that you want, I guess, yeah. instead of someone else painting it, but it doesn't mean that it's any better. It doesn't mean that it's that good thing. Yeah. How much of a yeah. coping, me coping mechanism were drugs and alcohol at the time, would you say? I mean, for me, um, uh, I mean, I think me and only really in the battle, like, huge. You know, like, um, I think it was all, it was all kind of self-worth, really. You know, like, it was all kind of... Um, you know, like when you have a low opinion of yourself and you have something, they call it like liquid courage for a reason, you know, like, um, you know, and like you, like for me, if I did cocaine, I'd feel incredible, you know, like I was kind of missing that, I think, you know, kind of, I had very low self-worth and very low opinion of myself and I kind of did these things to kind of feel different, you know, anything that would make me feel something, you know, and I think that's what, um, that's what I was I was doing. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it because you guys are all in the room and now we you, you know it's positive experience right yeah, now yeah. because you're going on tour and we've got new music coming and that's very exciting. Yeah. It is exciting. When the band did break up for the first time. Mm. I'm just interested, James. Did you because we were talking about it like a relationship. Did you resent Charlie at the time? No. Or was I... it not resentment? Did you always think okay maybe there might be another time in another place? It, I really understood it actually. Sure. Um, because uh, I, you know, back then I was, you know, writing the songs that were going to number one, and and I used to hate the idea of like having to sing like someone else's stuff, and I kind of felt like because Charlie like moved to Fight Star was like I think. He felt that I mean, he's sitting next to me, so he can speak for himself or interrupt me. But I feel like the band didn't represent; he didn't feel represented, and I, I felt I knew that. I knew it was an easy thing, um, and uh, I kind of like. I feel like I've always related to Charlie, in a weird way. I feel like I've, and when we kept, when we when we spoke uh, ten years after the band broke up, I remember being in his house, and it was so strange. It was like we're like. We're the same people. It's just that. In 2015. That, yeah, it's yeah, just like, right. like it's, it was just like like at that point, he was just listening to different records to me, mm. and um, and in the ten years that we were doing our own thing, I caught up probably on the music that he had listened to before me. Do you know what I mean? Or I, or, or we had mm. somehow come full circle where we we'd filled in the blanks, and we had arrived at the same conclusion. <laughs> like this is like. This is how this is how it should be, and like so, like so, when when people are like oh like he, he wants to do his own thing, he wants to go off and do this, I'd be like well yeah, I mean, he, that's what I want to do. It just so happened that like when I was <coughs> busted in the beginning, I was I was getting that. That was that it was fulfilling for me. Like year three thousand was fulfilling for me at that age. Yeah, sure. The the way that record sounded at the time, that was that was enough for me. I was like this is cool. Did this cool song. It's, people like it, so it was like. So when so when he left, I was like, I get that. 
because because if I if I wasn't feeling it, or I, I wouldn't want to do it either. So um, there was always a bit of excitement about getting getting my life back because when you're in a band, your schedule is just like you see it like blocked out into the future, and and then when you when you imagine oh well, like okay, got some time back, mm-hmm. and time is really valuable when you're when when you're creative and you and you want to do things. Having said that, mm-hmm. it's like you you know. I think we were very privileged that our band uh, it turned out to be such an incredible platform, you know, for us to be creative. It was just a question of us putting it off, you know, and bringing it back at a time when we were ready to use that platform for something that the three of us all believed in equally mm-hmm. and, and, and like to move forward on like an equal footing. Um, so I actually kind of you know I, I did so many cool things like when the band went away so and um, you know it was a you know it's, it's an amazing head start in life like when when the band broke up a lot of my friends were broke and at uni and I kind of was not in that position I was like going around the world to like do exciting stuff so um, it wasn't a bleak scenario the first two weeks were quite hard, yeah, but, there, but but that but that didn't come without like there it wasn't like there was no excitement or no like the the mystery of the unknown can actually be really exciting, um, especially when you have the means to actually pursue the things you want to pursue, you know. Just in terms of that kind of preserving mental health now, because with the spotlight, you guys are as you say in the public eye, but you're also really humble, just genuinely nice guys. So what do you do to kind of switch off and actually go, yes, your life is music, as you say, James, but actually you're also James. I want to go out for dinner and see, you know, see my mates. I want to switch off. So what do you guys to kind of preserve your mental health? What do you do? I have, I, I have a full routine. Yeah, like, um, routine's I, a sense. I, I take it really quite seriously. Like, um, like I'm, I can easily spiral. You know, like, um, so I kind of, um, I take it quite seriously. Like, I have to do certain things every day. Like, even just before this, I was just in there doing a 10-minute meditation because I just felt a bit overwhelmed. We'd just been, like, interview, 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 and, like, um, radio and everything. I was just a bit, like, I just need to settle for a second. Mm. You know, so I just was in there, breathe for 10 minutes. But um, and I do that quite a lot. And I did a Sensate then, which is, like, a little um, vibration device that I put on my chest, which is, like, um, it's for your... It's, it's, it, gets your vagus nerves, so it kind of, yeah. that fight or flight response kind of dies down a little bit, because I felt a little bit kind of like... I did know, as well. Yeah, yeah, so I'm um, sorry, yeah. like you guys went for a while, yeah. I actually sat in the toilet and put yeah, that thing on and breathe for 10 minutes. Yeah, I think it's all the adrenaline as well. Yeah, and like, now I feel kind of present and settled again. But like every morning I have a, I have, I get up before my kids, I kind of, um, I have a, a, like a 10 minute meditation, I do a workout, I get in the cold plunge every day, which I hate. <laughs> but I love the way sure I, I, lo- I love the way oh, it makes I, you feel afterwards. I've done, when I've done, when some, I've done it, it's, it's, it's horrible, but it is amazing. It is amazing, and also there's something about doing something really hard first thing in the day yeah. that makes the rest of the day pretty easy. Yeah, you know, like like once I've done five minutes in the cold plunge, everything else is pretty small easy. achievements. Everything yeah. else is pretty yeah. easy. Yeah. Like start yeah, of the yeah. day. I feel yeah, yeah. like um, I mean, Matt's hugely into um, sort of exercise stuff, but I when I have not been in a good place mentally and I um, and I start doing like hit training you know like hit training is really yeah. high intensity so you're you literally come out feeling like you couldn't give any more and then I feel amazing after that which is weird because I absolutely hate 
the process of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I hate doing it, but then at the end I feel so good. Mm. For doing, yeah. I don't know if it's whether it's feeling pleased that I've done it, but I think there is an endorphin stuff going on. There is, there's a dopamine release, yeah. which, yeah. Is, which is, which is, and you've achieved is. something because you've finished. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. you know, whether, whether it's if you know you wake up with a hangover and you're like. I feel like shit. Do you know what I mean? You get five guys. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. No, seriously, that's it. No, like, that's, but that's the thing, and, and, and that's a perpetuating thing into feeling shit. Whereas the other side is a perpetuating thing to feeling good. So it's it's funny, isn't it? You can't really yeah. have both either. It's like I feel like if I go on a run of get of drinking and doing, um, you know, eating crap, then it's like. But then if I do, I'll do it the other way. I'll do a break and I'll go to the gym and I'll just eat really clean. It's, it's really hard to do both. You're either yeah. on one train yeah. or the other. Yeah, and also. I, 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 again, like I find like um, uh, songwriting for me. What therapy? Cleanser. It's everything. Just to get your feelings out. It's just, it's just everything. Like it's, it's just the best thing. Like I feel like uh, you can just, you can just deal with everything by like picking up a guitar and like coming up with something, and uh, because uh, because if you're feeling something, and because because it's because because it's all thinking and feeling. Songwriting is thinking and feeling. So like, and your mental health is what you're feeling and what you're thinking. So those two things are actually really, I think, really linked. And uh, when you can work through those thoughts and those feelings, by songwriting, in a way, it's like getting those things out of you. And then they're gone and then they're in the song, you know, and then, and then you have space to deal with the next thoughts, the next feeling. So I think songwriting is an amazing way to get back to neutral. Yeah, or writing stuff, your thoughts down. Yeah, writing. Yeah, that's what journaling is, yeah. Exactly, but that's, that's, yeah. that's exactly. So because I think like, it was just a music. Exactly, because journaling really is that. Yeah. It's it, it, writing yeah. It yeah. is, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's just, oh, yeah. exactly. Yeah, and, and, and the thing, and, and that's it, and it's like, I think the thing, but the thing I think that's so powerful about music is is that because uh, the words is what you think and the, and the music is what you feel, right? If you can feel something and, and express that, express those feelings musically, you can pinpoint that it's like the rulers that measure like space accurately to like the des like five decimal places or something, you know, you can pinpoint uh, an emotion with a sound so accurately. You know, you can cut to right, right to the very thing. So, mm -hmm. I, I, that's what's so cool about it. That's what's so cool about doing, um, getting, get, getting your thoughts and feelings out that way. I mean, talking about that as well, I think something that has become more apparent in recent years is that, and I know that everyone experiences <coughs> mental health, but it's so important now for men to be able to talk about it, right? Yeah. So, I'm, I've been using this question a lot recently, and I'm really doing it because I think it's a great thing to admit to say that we do. So, when was the last time that you cried? Um, I cried about six months ago. What was that about? It was about feeling feeling terrible. I, w I wasn't in a good place at all, and uh, you know, told my told my wife, and that was a good thing to happen. Definitely, definitely. I'm mean, I'm not I'm not the whole thing about it not being masked into cry is just absolutely ridiculous. Do you know what I mean? I think it's absolutely a good thing to do, and you should any rush of emotion like that shouldn't be. Um, Pegged or ended, you should just let it come out. James? Probably, um, probably about three months into the pandemic was like, uh, you know, that the headlines were, 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 weren't really talking about the pandemic. 
it was like there was uh, kind of like having to stay home and then the media kind of went back to normal and didn't address it anymore it was just sort of like normal or we were like just uh, just home today that to me was like weird um, and I found it weird that no one was talking about it yeah. but that made you cry? yeah because I couldn't go home Oh, sorry. Oh, right. I see, see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. because yeah. I could, because, because, because uh, I, um, because of the, because um, it wasn't just a lockdown. Yeah. It was like a travel ban. Yeah. Do you know there what I mean? There were fines going all over. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, the amount of stuff that happened, the amount of people not seeing. I mean, that's a completely separate conversation, but <laughs> not, like not seeing yeah, loved ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, like, so not going, not going home is. I, I thought it was quite hard. No, yeah. I, I completely agree. Yeah. I cry really regularly, like honestly. Yeah, like, um, me too. Yeah, like I cry all the time. Like um, I was watching something the other day. I can't remember what it was. There's something about my kids laugh at me. Oh yeah, no, with, with TV, with TV, yeah. I didn't with with, with yeah, TV yeah. stuff. I can with films yeah, can like, definitely get me like. Yeah. Uh, do, you, do you come across? I mean, when you talk about this stuff, do you yeah. how, how how many how many do you do you find a lot of men that feel weird about crying? No, I just think that weirdly enough, I think it's. The everyday man who doesn't, who likes to say they don't cry. Because when do they're in the pub, they, they like to say in front of their mates, "Oh yeah, let's," you know, it's all like laddie banter. I know. Yeah, and yeah. then actually, if you take away the pints and you take away taking the piss out of each other, yeah, get to the crux of your friendship. Actually, ask them how you actually do. Well, it's, it's so and interesting. I'm so much yeah, yeah. more interested in that, and I'd yeah. rather have a deep conversation with somebody. It's so true. Be like, "How are you doing?" And then he then tells me, "Oh, my mum's really ill actually, and I'm actually drinking yeah. and trying to have a good time to forget." Yeah, about. yeah. 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 it's yeah. so I'm interesting thinking, that man. Yeah, I, 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 want, but, I want those conversations. Yeah, but I tell you, but yeah, I, but, yeah. I, but, I, yeah. but I tell you what's interesting is that you know when I when I was having a hard time, like I realised how many people do care because they mm. they do reach out, and, and and I didn't really want to reach out to anyone. Do you but, find that difficult, like reaching out? Or yeah, yeah. No, no. Yeah, I, I think I did. I think I, I just felt um, I, I did. Well, I wasn't I wasn't that good at it, but I felt like. That people reached out to me, and that was just a. That's, that's the thing. Like, it's just asking how you're doing, or like, mm. do you know what I mean? Mm. And I think that's. Um, it's. Re I'd find the. Re it's really interesting the male mental health thing because, I feel like over the last we're so we're in such a different place than we were 15 years ago. In such yeah. a better place, yeah, yeah. I think. But well, I mean, you may disagree, but I think we're much better than we were. For sure. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna ask you something. I've just thought about it, and I just thought, you know what? We don't ask. Let's just go for it. When you before you go on your first night for your first show. Can you just do a check-in with each other and just be like, how are you actually doing? Yeah. And just check in and just be like... That's a know, really cool idea. It's a really cool idea. And you're feeling like shit, yeah. you're about to play air hostess. Just be like... You, I think let's check in. Yeah, yeah. And just do, just like look after. Like I no, know no, that no, sounds yeah. really pretentious. No, 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 ten years younger than you. But do like a check. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, really I cool. think that you're doing that on a more regular occasion with all of your friends is a very good idea. Yeah, yeah. That'd be really cool. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Happy days. Yeah, yeah. Guys, I've really enjoyed this. But I ask one question to all of my guests. Okay. So, what does the word headstrong mean to you? I'll go first. Yeah. So the word headstrong to me actually has can have a negative connotation. Yeah. Because I feel like it means um, non-swaying in your opinion, and headstrong is in I'm not gonna I'm not gonna uh, take. But I, I I can see it in two ways. I can see it the headstrong is in my head is strong and I'm strong in my head, obviously. But when I hear the word, I think. Um, not willing to compromise some reason. Sure. No, no, for sure. Mm. Yeah. What do you think, Jamie? I think that's a good call. I mean, I, I, I think, yeah. Um, I think 
I wasn't thinking that though, but I agree with it. What were you thinking? Um, I was thinking, um, I think headstrong is sort of like when you are, I, I think it's like knowing in your mind that you are good following your own instincts. Mm. You know, I like that. Yeah, you're right. There are these different. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. right or wrong. No, because, yeah. because what, what, like what James is saying is, if you say, if, if you say, so, he, I, I met this guy. He's really headstrong. Is that a positive or a negative? I think it's a positive, actually. I think it's arriving at like a conclusion in your own mind about stuff, like backing it up with facts about the way that experiences have made you feel in the past. Like headstrong, like knowing. What you want for yourself. Yeah, which is good. Which is a just good. Just being thing. confident enough in your decisions. Yeah, it's confidence. Yeah. That's, Head, a, that's headstrong, a good thing. Headstrong is a confident like thing to me. Nice. Yes. Yeah. I'm just going to go with that. Do you agree? <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree. I think. I think for me, it's like being headstrong, like in the context of the podcast, is like um, it's kind of understanding that all kind of emotions and feelings are okay. Do you know what I mean like because mm. that that's the truth, right? It's like it's like sometimes anger might not be the right thing to project but it might be the exact emotion that you need like do you know what I mean like I've always been really scared of anger like I've always found anger really like uh, I struggled with that you know because I had a temper and I was really scared of it so I never really showed it but sometimes like releasing that is a, is is, the, is exactly the right thing to do you know so it's um I think it's understanding what why for for me it's about why I'm always asking why you know so what what why I feel this way why you know like and I can always track it back to something you know, so it's kind of understanding, rather than just going blazingly into emotion, it's like taking that breath to kind of think, why am I feeling that way? Why is this happening? You know, rather than just reactive, you know. Mm. Guys, this is a super mm. exciting year ahead for you. Yeah, I'm man. Buzzing. I'm super pumped, man. Yeah, no, but oh, mate, I'm pumped for you. I'm not even in the bank. <laughs> yeah. But it's no, it's sick. super exciting. Um, I'm going to go get another magic coffee. I'm not going to lie. Boom. Nice. Yeah. Let's do it. Thank you, boys. Thank, Thank you, you very, very much. much. Appreciate yeah. it. Thanks, Thanks mate. Man. Loved it. Thanks, Thanks, Jake man. is awesome as well. Yeah. Thank, Thank you, man. Much. Thanks, man. Thanks. Huge thank you to our sponsor, M&S Cafe. Be sure to go get a magic coffee from one of their over 300 cafes in the UK. I've got you a cheeky coffee. Thank you. Magic coffee. Thank you very much. I'm very excited about this coffee. Yeah, What's like your coffee it. experience? Nice, right? That was nice. Because it's not well, bitter. It's, it's well, you're, you're, you're an M&S ambassador, right? I am, yeah, yeah. I actually um, uh, launched this coffee. Yeah. Uh, I'm a bit of a coffee snob. Are you serious? I, I am, yeah. This is your coffee? This is... Uh, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm the cafe ambassador, James. <laughs> I love it. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 